Jim Irsay's weird. Well, and it's something that we've talked about here with, with my co-host that if Jeff Saturday really wanted to be a football coach, why did he why didn't he do that instead of get into get into broadcasting? I know the broadcasting money was, you know, was going to be tough to turn down, but if that's what you really want to do, go pay your dues, learn how to do it. And on that, Chris, I'll throw two questions at you. You're a coach. How would you react when Jeff Saturday came in to the office and started telling you to do things differently or started telling you to do things a, a certain way when he's never been in your shoes? Well, that's the problem. There's nobody in that room. Is, I mean, they may like Jeff, and they may respect the position, but none of them respect Jeff's coaching background. He has none. There's nothing to respect. I mean, you can't, you know... You have to respect the authority, but in, in a, and again, he's not going to really get involved in that. He's not going to tell them what to do. That's basically the whole point. He's a figurehead guy. They're going to delegate. They're going to run the team, and, and Jeff, he's just going to be a guy that's going to going to wear the outfit and be on the sidelines. He has is no. He, he, he won't tell them what to do. He he doesn't know enough to tell them what to do. But, look, I feel that way about front offices, too. Um, look, I, I fully respect if you own an NFL team, you got a right to do what you want. But, you know, you can't lie to your fan base if you're the Dallas Cowboys and say, we got the best football people around running this franchise. No, you don't. You've got you and your son. I, 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 I have respect for the GM position, too. Uh, and and the ability, and I do think that there are different aspects. But but the coaching, yeah. I, look, I grew up old fashioned. That um, you, the the background in football, in order to be a coach, you've got to coach and not say, you know what, let's try this. I it's almost NBA ish, and I don't, you know, um, I only coach basketball at the high school level. Um, and I know it's a different game. It, it's it's not the same in football. I've I've uh, coached at high school, college, and NFL levels. It's a different world. It's a lot of things that there's no way you could ever know unless you've done it. So I don't think there's going to be any level of respect for Jeff, um, even though I think they're they're going to respect the fact that he's got the title and they're going to respect him as a person. I don't think they're going to respect his football acumen and that's how it's going to play out chris landry with us here on 97.1 the sports animal from landryfootball.com real quick chris there's a few college games i want to ask you about it's a very intriguing week uh in, in college football and a, and a couple of matches i mean I, I don't know if the word marquee kind of fits but there are three games that like i'm actually salivating to watch and unfortunately they're all three on at the same time i'm going to start with this texas tcu game it's a huge game for Steve Sarkeesian as far as being kind of that program building game and kind of really giving the signal that, hey, arrows pointed up, we're moving in the right direction. TC uh, Texas is a seven-point favorite in this game. What do the Longhorns have to do to beat the Horned Frogs? Well, they need to finish. Just like TCU can't start games and Texas starts it very well, TCU finishes very well and Texas doesn't. That's a big overview. I think what Texas needs to do is they need to really feature the running game. They've got an outstanding back. I think it's going to open up things in the passing game. But I think with the lead, they're going to have to run the football. They're going to have to 
control the game at the line of scrimmage. Defensively, they're going to have to get good pressure uh, and really control the rush lanes. Max Dugan can really run and, and allows this TCU offense to tee off. I mean, this TCU team is really good offensively. And situationally on defense, they've come up with stops in the red zone and on third down. Um, but but this Texas team is very capable of beating them, but they just can't have, just like I thought that that first half against Kansas State was as good a performance as you could possibly expect against a team that's physical. They matched it. The intensity was great, everything. And then, you know, they make mistakes that allow opponents back in games, and that's what TCU capitalizes on. So I'm very intrigued as well to watch the game to see, you know, <laughs> who what's what's got to give here you know i mean it's it's two teams that kind of um it it favors certainly a little bit of how tcu's been able to play it but let's see if texas can play that complete game if they can they can absolutely win this game and and i think if texas plays their best game they will win it but i just don't know if i can trust texas to do that for four quarters they haven't done it uh, consistently enough. All right, and finally the game, the a, a game. God, I just wish these were not on at the same time, Chris. Somebody needs to do something about scheduling. Washington, Oregon's really got me excited because I love both the quarterbacks in this game, and everybody knows about Bo Nix, but if you haven't watched Washington, the Michael Penix Jr. kid, big kid, 6'3", 214. He has got some arm strength. He can be a little wild, a little inaccurate at times, but he can move the ball downfield. I love the way that this kid plays. This could be a fun game to watch. How do you see that one playing out? Yeah, yeah, I like Oregon. I like Oregon a lot at home. Washington has, uh, they got off great in the start this season, and Penix has played well. They don't have a good enough running game, and I think that's the problem, and it certainly hurt them against UCLA. And, um, you know, they, they always are the little, little, um, they, they kind of, you know, Washington was all, Oregon always felt like the little stepchild because back when Don James was there, Washington kind of dominated this series. But Oregon's is a better team. They're better at the line of scrimmage. They've got better balance. They can run the football. Bo Nix is playing very well. They've got weapons. And defensively, they're a better team. This Washington defense um, is, is very vulnerable. So I... I actually like Oregon uh, potentially big in this game. I just think they're the better team, and they're so much better at home in Austin. So that's that's another big factor. All right, Chris, tell everyone where they can get your stuff because people need to, people need to be going to your website. I, I And I'm not saying this because you did this last minute today, and I'm not saying this to kiss your butt. It really is the most in-depth football website I have ever seen in my life. You guys have so much freaking information. Um, anybody that loves football, this is something they need to be plugged into. Well, really appreciate that. We, we do We do love it. We love the game. We love the college game, the pro game, and we cover everything. Everything, obviously, as the season is unfolding, all the game previews, all the reviews, and we take you inside the film room. Tell you what, why it happened. You know what happened, but why it happened give a breakdown. It gives you a better feel for what to look for with the games coming up and then explaining to you why things happen. We do that. How was Georgia able to to match up well against Tennessee? And 
we kind of gave some thoughts going into the game, but then explained it after the game why it took place. So that's what we do a lot. But we also do more than that. We break down recruiting. We break down the NFL draft. We break down NFL free agency. So if it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, you know, games, we got it all for you there at LandryFootball.com. It's like having your own scouting department or coaching department for less than a magazine subscriptions. Check it out there. Also would encourage folks to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network. We've got different shows on the college and NFL game. We've got one um, specifically just for the Big 12 because it allows us to break down every team in every conference um, so we kind of do an overview with national shows uh, that's more topical in, in a kind of an, uh, an over-the-top view, but then we take down an in-depth look at each team in each conference. So that's how we do it. That's what we're about. And um, if you love football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. Yes, you definitely will. Chris, thank you so much uh, for coming on today. Look forward to having you on again soon. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Take care.